Entrepreneur on Fire 566. If you're prepared to ignite, there's only one place to go. Entrepreneur on Fire with your host, John Lee Dumas. Designing a logo for your business shouldn't hold you up. Choose from dozens of options in just seven days when you visit 99designs.com slash fire. You'll also get a $99 power pack of services for free. Tired of playing phone tag? Let them find you. Set up your eVoice 30-day free trial, plus get $5 off every month forever by going to eVoice.com, enter the promo code FIRE. That's eVoice.com, promo code FIRE. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Pejman Gadimi. PJ, are you prepared to ignite? Oh yeah, absolutely, John. Yes. PJ is a founder and author of Third Circle Theory, a powerful theory which explains how some of today's top visionaries are made. In his past 10 years, PJ has held multiple leadership roles at the vice president level for Fortune 500 companies and has established several successful offline businesses, including Secret Consulting, Secret Entourage, and VIP Motoring. Giving our listeners just a little overview, PJ, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Yeah, let me tell you a little bit about myself. So I'm 30, I'm now going to be 32 in the next few days, and uh, I've, I've had quite a journey. started very young at the age of 14, and a single child, you know, raised by a single mother, and didn't have much growing up, but did the best with it. And from a very young age, I uh, started getting straight into business, being a telemarketer very, very young at 14, uh, learning the ability to get rejected every single day. Yes. Uh, and, you know, as many people know, the telemarketing realm is, is very brutal, and but it teaches someone very young how to deal with rejection well. And I think that's been one of the main kickers that's helped my personal life as well as my business life kind of ignite, as you would say. So for, you know, for me past the telemarketing game, uh, I kind of grew up into the same company and became the director of the same company by the age of 18. I went through just about every rank there was since the telemarketing position was the lowest. And that company was a remodeling company out of Virginia. We sold siding roofing. And believe it or not, I was actually very good at selling it. And I became good at it because I didn't get afraid of being rejected. So I just kept calling people. Uh, having, having done that and doing well, I kind of grew up into it and decided that it was time maybe to move on and kind of get into a totally different aspect of my life, which is why I got into banking. I got into banking so that I could kind of continue or I would say start going to college uh, and actually do something different with my life other than work for a remodeling company, regardless of the good money I was making. I got into banking very early at the age of 18. I started in a, a management and kind of worked my way up and it was very frustrating being an 18 year old manager, you know, that, that really uh, didn't have any banking experience, but I taught myself very well, found some mentors along the way. And uh, by the age of 23, I was running a market for that same bank. And then by 25, I was running an entire division for that same bank. And, uh, you know, that was a, a lot of accomplishment, especially seeing that I actually dropped out of school about a week, uh, about a week and a half after I started going, I decided it wasn't for me. And what I meant by that is I just knew that school wasn't going to get me where I wanted to go. So I kind of dropped out from the idea of getting a degree. Now, I still kept going to school on a part-time basis, you know, very limited, one class there and there. 
just to kind of satisfy like my mom in general for, you know, her old school ways of being that a degree is really the only way you can succeed. Right. So I kind of continued that through my life and uh, just really didn't lead anywhere. I still never got a degree out of it, but uh, I kind of continued that while I was kind of moving up the ranks in banking. And then I learned the very hard way uh, that uh, corporate America can be very cruel and that there is no loyalty left in corporate America. And so, you know, I was about, I think, 25 when I uh, got the boot and uh, was told to get out of my position. I was forced to resign uh, based on conflicts of interest, uh, of which point I really, this gave birth to the, to the beginning of my uh, small business ownership, I guess, being a business owner in general. And just for, for your audience, John, let me clarify that for me, entrepreneurship and business ownership are very different. While I had businesses very young, I didn't consider myself an entrepreneur until about four or five years ago. And I'll go into that story in a little bit, but I was a business owner much earlier on in my life. And that's when I kind of gave birth to uh, VIP motoring, which at the time was a concierge. At the, before that, it was just like a mini car wash thing, tuning cars on the side, kind of I did as a hobby. And when I kind of got the boot out of corporate America, I decided to really restructure and reinvest how I looked at my own business and created a concierge business that today does well into the seven figures and has been doing into the seven figures for now three consecutive years. Uh, and so I started that as well as a consulting firm uh, to help kind of younger people find their way, just like I did once in banking, kind of provide mentorship, uh, provide help to a younger generation that needed some assistance. And, and I quickly learned along the way that uh, those people weren't really uh, a lucrative sense. It wasn't going to be a lucrative business in that end and decided to uh, turn secret consulting into a uh, secret entourage, which today is a huge motivational platform uh, geared to help Gen Y and, and is a free platform for everyone to use and get free information about, you know, getting coaching and mentorship from uh, today's most elite and lifestyle driven entrepreneurs. I mean, what a journey, PJ. And I'm really excited to dive into the intricacies of it because we have a lot of failures, a lot of trials, tribulations, aha moments to discuss. But before we do dive into those, we start every Entrepreneur on Fire episode off with a success quote to really get that motivational ball rolling. So PJ, take it away. Well, I would say my, my favorite quote is to believe you can or can't. You certainly are right by Henry Ford. I'm a big believer that everything that's happened in my life was not based upon uh, anything more than just my belief that, you know, I was going to get there and I was going to make it despite all the odds. So I'm a big believer in that quote. Love that quote as well. And give us a real quick example, PJ, of how you've utilized this quote just in the last couple of months when a lot of people might say, you know what, I can't do it. And therefore, guess what? They don't. Or on the other flip side, I can do it. And somehow magically it happens. Well, I think, I think just, uh, I'm going to take you a little bit further than a few months, but you know, when we started Secret Entourage, a lot of people may know this about me if they've already heard about me in essence in terms of other interviews, but I had zero experience in the tech field. I knew nothing about online marketing. I knew nothing about website creation. I knew nothing about any aspect of the online world. All I knew is that I wanted to help young people and the, and the web was the single best way to uh, get my message across. And so, you know, with zero knowledge in the field, zero expertise, and really zero network in that realm, I was able to not only create an amazing platform, an academy, uh, author 10 books now, and also be able to kind of bring a lot of like-minded uh, friends, millionaires, uh, a few billionaires as well together 
and just to help bring this platform to life. So I think just the willpower of knowing that this was the best way to help individuals was ultimately, you know, based solely on my belief. So PJ, that's a great example of how you're taking stories and you're applying it to the entrepreneurial mindset and sharing that with Fire Nation. So that's really the kind of message, the theme that I want you to carry forward and take us down to the ground level, PJ, of a time that you failed, of a time that you really struggled. We want to be there with you, PJ, when you had that failure and give us those lessons you learned. Well, I mean, I, I think it can go again. Like, like I said, for me, Secret Entourage was my first real attempt at true entrepreneurship, which is about, you know, creating an impact on others. But Secret Entourage was by itself a very long journey. Uh, and in the starting point, like I said, you know, it was named Secret Consulting originally uh, at the time. And it was nothing more than a blog that shared uh, content about kind of like motivation, inspiration, as well as a few business articles there and there. And it wasn't until I think... Uh, a year or so later that we realized, uh, I, I guess myself first before anyone else, I realized how much work we we're putting into something and really nothing was coming out of it. And what I meant by nothing, I mean, there was really no growth, no following. Uh, there was nothing going on. But yet, like inside my heart, I just knew that, you know, this was what I wanted to be doing. I knew that I've, outside of all these other things I had done to make money and I was very financially okay, I still really wanted to see this through to the end. And I knew that this was the reason it was my calling. It was my purpose. Right. And so for me, like, you know, the failures that I ran into with, with secret entourage was, is no different than what an amateur entrepreneur would run into with, you know, starting a business from scratch. I mean, it was a new arena, a, a new, uh, all type of business being online and, and everything else. And I learned quickly the value that, you know, Time brings by itself. I think time is something very important that... PJ, let me break in here for a second. Sure. Give us a specific example, not an aerial view of, you know, the failures that do happen with small businesses in general. Take us down to a moment in time when you failed. I believe that credibility was key, you know, and that we didn't have any. And that the, the reason I, I feel like it was a failure is because I never saw that coming. It was lack of research. It was lack of understanding of the market. And because of that, because of this, this lack of failure, you know, we weren't growing as a company at all, despite all the effort, resources, and everything else put behind it. And so what I've learned through that is PJ, that, I'm not really feeling like I'm there with you when this is happening. Take us to that day that you realized that you failed. What happened? What, what was going on? Well, it was the day when I actually asked my, I asked my analytics guy, you know, which, again, I didn't understand. I understood very little about, you know, it was, his name was Alan, and we were talking and I asked him, I said, Alan, you know, what are we doing? What are our hits level compared to, you know, the, our first few months? And now we've been down about 12 months. You know, what's going on with the business in general? Like, we're not really seeing additional comments. We're not seeing people growing on our Facebook page or anything else. So what's going on? You know, and he just looks at me and he says, well, nothing's going on. It's just not growing. And I just realized at that point, John, like it was really like my failure in terms of in my leadership of kind of being hands off ultimately, and instead of really taking it hands on and learning that process, uh, that really became the reason why the business failed in the first year. And what was like the major lesson, the major takeaway you turned from that? And how did you fix it? Well, I mean, the major takeaway here was that despite the fact that it wasn't my field and I was in, 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 trusting others really with the idea of, of growing their aspect of our business, right? It really just wasn't enough. I had to truly understand the inner workings regardless in order to be able to guide them and lead them through that vision that I saw. 
And the way, the way I shifted that almost instantly was I just stopped. I put a hard stop to everything. I didn't just continue the same practices such as just continuing to update the blog, continuing to update, you know, like all of our Facebook pages, etc. And we just stopped. We put a hard stop to the business. I took a week off, uh, took Alan as well as one of my other partners away, and we had a major discussion away from work. You know, we had a major discussion regarding all of our failures this past year and primarily this one. What was the biggest takeaway you had from that meeting? Well, the biggest takeaway was that they needed my leadership and my vision to be more present rather than just passive. And I think that that was one that was the biggest learning in the first year. And then we also I also realized more importantly that during that particular moment, I just didn't understand the inner workings of my business well enough to be able to take it where I wanted to see it. My 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 ambitions exceeded my reach. And so I needed to definitely make my reach just get wider. Now, PJ, see what happened here? You told a story of a specific moment in time, a story that I can resonate with, a story that Fire Nation is resonating with right right now, and we walked that story through the problems that was occurring and how you fixed it. This is truly actionable advice, and I think this is really valuable for Fire Nation to hear just the value about what PJ just shared and about how we can't be scared to niche down and to niche down again until we get so specific that it almost hurts because of course we all want to be aerial and vague and you know, have this really broad audience and serve everybody, but when you do that, you're going to serve nobody. So really do a deep dive, Fire Nation, into your business, into your life, into your stories. And PJ... Let's take that momentum that you just shared with us, that story where we were next to you when you looked at your programmer and said, what's going on, bro? And he told you. Now tell us an aha moment. Tell us a light bulb that went off at some point. What was that moment in your life that you took and turned into success? I knew for a while that we wanted to change. uh, I really knew for a while we wanted to change the idea of secret consulting from being this business blog and and kind of motivation blog into something bigger. And at that same point where I knew kind of I had already kind of overextended my reach and needed to learn more, I also realized really close to my heart, John, that perhaps what I really wanted to do wasn't build just a business website or an entrepreneur website. And, And I really wanted to make a difference with a specific audience. And so what I ended up doing is I actually decided to kind of rebrand and rethink our entire business from scratch. And so in that same meeting where me, Alan, and our third partner, Naveed, were sitting there, we were sitting there and we were kind of thinking about, you know, direction. Now that we knew kind of we had an opportunity to change and we had an opportunity to grow, what did we want to do? What did we want to do now that I knew what I needed to do to kind of support them and help them um, get to that finish line? And I realized that what I wanted to do was rebrand and rethink rethink the way I approach my brand. And therefore came the word entourage. And that was my, my biggest aha moment ever. And I'm going to share with you why that became such an important part of my business. Sure. Entourage, I'm sure you know, is a show, right? Like a really famous show that uh, is all about lifestyle and just a bunch of friends enjoying, you know, each other's company and also the ups and downs of life together. Johnny Drama. Yeah, exactly. So for, for me, you know, Entourage was, was a very influential show that, that helped me kind of understand that, you know, having just something that, that was about partnerships, that was about friendships, lifestyle, and business was really where I wanted to go. And so I came up with the name Secret Entourage, which we already had Secret Consulting. So we used the word secret for 
uh, like The Secret to Success and uh, just The Secret in general being a big book uh, and well-known and then Entourage for the show. But my biggest aha moment was really when I started kind of trying to design the idea of the logo and how it was going to appear. When I started just penciling in on a piece of paper, just because I scrambled a lot on, on paper, and I, I took our logo and I started like darkening, you know, the inside of the letters before I realized that like the actual entourage spelled out enter our age. And so for me, this was the biggest moment where it kind of connected all the dots for me. And so it, it kind of gave me like it, it suddenly gave me this vision that like I understood that I had finally found something that I could grasp, that I could believe in and that that I could believe in with all my heart and, and without any doubt, despite the failure, that this was the direction and what I needed to do to take this movement forward. So, PJ, we have Fire Nation listening right now and, you know, they are just wanting to find that aha moment, that light bulb to, to seek out and spot their passion. I mean, it took me 32 years, you know, of dropping out of law school, of trying corporate finance and getting burned out, of being in commercial and residential real estate for four years, you know, just not vibing, not clicking with anything. What would be your biggest takeaway from finding your aha moment, from having that passion found that you can share with Fire Nation? I think, I think to, to find your passion, just like I found mine, you, you have to really be able to take chances and get exposed to things. I think just like you, you know, I, I was exposed to a lot of things myself, uh, you know, working for others, working in different environments and right. ones that I love versus ones I hated, working for different people and then ultimately starting different types of businesses until I was able to take all of the things I was exposed to. And then be able to look back and connect the dots in what I had in common, in, despite all of these things being so different, what was the common denominator in all the things I did? And, you know, for me, it was helping people. It was like I was always great leading others in terms of actually helping them reach their inner potential. And so I really realized that even though everything had happened and I had all this background in finance and this and that, my ultimate passion was helping others. And I think for Fire Nation that's listening now, I would say the best way to find your passion is taking chances and taking chances and being exposed to just day-to-day things that you do that you're not comfortable doing. So getting out of your comfort zone and trying things enables you to find within yourself things that you become good at. And then connecting the dots in your own life enables you to combine those best traits together and take what you truly want forward. And for lack of a better word, PJ, be willing to be a quitter. I mean, I'm a quitter. I quit law school. I quit my corporate finance climbing of the ladder. I quit residential real estate. I quit commercial real estate all because I tried them. I gave my heart and soul into those ventures. It wasn't me. I wasn't feeling like I was fulfilling my authentic purpose in life. And I pulled back. I quit and I went down another road. And had I never quit... I'd be a lawyer right now, probably miserable. So Fire Nation, don't be afraid to quit. And PJ, share with us your proudest entrepreneurial moment. My proudest moment was definitely when uh, we were a- I-, I was able to actually finish Third Circle Theory, which is my book. Uh, I-, I had written nine previous books before that one and couldn't figure out uh, why these books weren't to the caliber that I wanted them to be, despite all the information in there being so such great information that when I created third circle theory for me, that was a moment where all the dots connected in my own life and and was able to kind of foresee a a totally different direction uh, once again coming. 
And that vibes with your aha moment. I mean, you just had to keep swinging that bat in order to finally make that contact and hit that home run. And PJ, let's bring things to present times right now. I want to talk about you today because you have a lot of exciting things going on. Share with Fire Nation one thing that just has you fired up today. I'm just really, really excited about the future of our academy. Uh, I'm really fired up about all the things we're working on and, and how amazing our academy has come together. I mean, that by itself was a huge failure that's turned into a success. And I was just, uh, I'm just really pleased and excited with it. I mean, we've now reached over 200 people interviewed uh, in, our, in our academy. And that's, uh, that's a big achievement for me, especially because we started it less than eight months ago. Wow. Well, PJ, you again have a lot of exciting things going on. Thank you for sharing a few of those with us right now. And before we hit the lightning rounds, let's thank our sponsors. You hear your phone ringing. After you run over and pick it up, you look at the screen and realize you don't recognize the number. Should you pick it up? What if it's a telemarketer? Ew, you definitely don't want to talk to them. Or maybe it's that new business opportunity you've been waiting to hear about, but you're not really prepared to pitch this very second. Yikes, you've got a lot of stressful possibilities that wait on the other end. Don't worry, I've got some good news for you. I know about a single solution that can help with all of this. It's called eVoice. Don't want to ever be caught off guard by a call again? eVoice will transcribe your voicemails and email them straight to you so you can decide when and how to respond. You'll show those telemarketers who's boss. eVoice is giving Fire Nation $5 off per month forever on top of their 30-day free trial. So just go to eVoice.com, enter promo code FIRE. That makes eVoice under 8 bucks a month. eVoice.com, promo code FIRE. Are you dreaming about the perfect logo or website design, but don't know how to get started? Worried about a budget? 99designs can help. 99designs, the world's largest graphic design marketplace, makes it easy to get a design you love. Just go to the website, explain the design you need, and pick the right price package that works for you. Then the fun really begins. Designers from around the globe will submit awesome designs, and you'll give them feedback. Within a week, you'll pick your favorite and be the proud owner of a gorgeous new design. With thousands of designers at your fingertips, there's no limit to what can get designed. So what is it that you need? Boost your brand's visibility with a t-shirt or drive more traffic with a sleek new banner ad or landing page? Projects start at just $199 and your happiness is always 100% guaranteed. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. We've now reached my favorite part of the show, The Lightning Round, and this is where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds like a plan. Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Um, My lack of understanding that business and entrepreneurship are two totally different things. I used to relate entrepreneurship strictly to money, and unfortunately, uh, that's not the case. Entrepreneurship is about value creation versus business is about money. And I think that, you know, once you are able to discern between the two, you're able to really move forward and focus on becoming a true entrepreneur. I love that, Fire Nation. Entrepreneurship is about value creation. True, true words. PJ, what's the best advice you've ever received? Never give up. My mom always said it. And to this day, I can tell you a thousand ways that, you know, that's held true. And if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be here today. So... PJ, share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. I wake up at 8 a.m. every day, no matter what. 
I haven't had to do that for over five years now, but I still do it every day just because it's, it's part of my, just it's part of that routine to know that I'm going to have a productive day, regardless that I spend it for myself or focusing on business or entrepreneurship. So PJ, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Yeah, I really like Fastlane to the Millions. Uh, I, it's a website. It's fastlanetothemillions.com. Uh, it's, it's a great resource uh, to kind of tap into the minds of a lot of diverse entrepreneurs. And it's a community that's really uh, has a lot of action going on all the time. So a great forum. And it's free. And it's free. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that PJ and I are chatting about today at eofire.com and just type PJ in the search bar. PJ, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? I would definitely have to say that I really like Start With Why um, by Simon Sinek. I find it to be a, a great book about leadership and finding your why in life. I think that's a, it, it's a really important book and it has a very important message regarding just inner leadership as well, as well as leading others. I just found that Simon Sinek has a podcast and I subscribed. I'm pretty interested to check that guy out. And Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book for free, just like this one at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And PJ, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you actually do in the next seven days? In the next seven days, I would create a resource to be able to become the first bank into that world because there's just so much money into actually moving money. And I think that the one thing I've learned throughout all the years is that, you know, being in banking is that bankers never lose. Bankers never lose, PJ. And man, I've enjoyed hearing your stories, you know, holding your feet to the fire, making you get specific with a real time in your life when you failed and the results from that. Inspiring stuff. And you're, you're the only one, John, I got to say. No one else can get me to that granular level. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the granular, PJ. It's all about the granular. So give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. I would definitely say that, you know, for my piece of guidance, guys, just entrepreneurship's not easy. Uh, it, it's definitely a roller coaster up and down. And more importantly, it's not just a roller coaster of success and failure. It's, an, it's, an, it's a test. Uh, as to what you're made of. So just stick into it, you know, just keep tweaking until you get it. Definitely never give up. And as long as you see the vision and you believe you have the reach, then just continue to move forward. As far as where you can find me, I mean, obviously the, the best ways to contact me is through secretentourage.com. Uh, you can also uh, find me on thirdcirclebook.com. Uh, but I would definitely, my best uh, reach is either LinkedIn or Facebook. And uh, my handle is Pejman Gadimi all in one word. So, you know, anyone that has any questions or want to reach out, feel free to. Love it, PJ. Well, Fire Nation's well aware. They can find the links to everything that we've talked about today at eofire.com. Just type PJ in the search bar and his show notes page, Fire Nation, will pop right up. And PJ, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Got it. Thanks again, John. Veterans, are you interested in owning your own business? Join me, Antonio Centeno, and Tom Morks 
all successful entrepreneurs and veterans as we talk about what it takes to build your own business from scratch by leveraging the skills you developed while serving your country. And you'll have the support of a community of veterans that are committed to helping you succeed. Visit highspeedelite.com. That's highspeedelite.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.